0: Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch podcast. So I am still in Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic and I've been in the ocean jumping off doing waterfalls jumping off little mini cliffs sliding and all all this stuff so my voice is just a little bit crackly. so you're going to have to excuse me on this episode because i've just been doing too much and do y'all know like i can't even swim so it's kind of funny like every time i jumped off the cliff into a waterfall now i don't mean like a huge huge cliff But maybe like a, I don't know, 10 to 15-foot cliff. But either way, I'm jumping into water that's deeper than what I can stand in. So I always had to have, like, someone jump in before me. So once I jumped in, then that wonderful person would, like, come and save me. Even though I had on a life jacket, but still, like, I can't swim in, like, real life. So needless to say, between the salt water and all that stuff and being at an all-inclusive, you know how that is... My voice is a little crackly, but today I wanted to talk about an unplanned pregnancy, my unplanned pregnancy, and I wanted to kick off this new year with that. So first, happy new year moms, happy, happy, happy new year, purposeful new year, abundant new year, making the decision to live life on your own terms, new year, flexible new year, Freedom New Year, or whatever it is that you visualize for yourself that you've always desired, but you never really took the time to invest in it, or you've started working towards your goals and dreams, and you're just ready to go to the next level. Happy, happy, happy doing what you need to do to handle your business, to live the life that you desire. (laughs) Best way to say it. So I did a post on Facebook, I guess, literally on January 1st, about, you know, the kickstart of where my journey began. So, yes, I had a life before having a child, but having an unplanned pregnancy completely changed my life trajectory. Now, I don't get it twisted. Like I really didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. By that time, I had a bachelor's degree in psychology. I did apply for a job, I think, at Department of Children and Families, and I couldn't get it because I had like a bad driving record. (laughs) <laughs> like a lot of tickets and stuff. But I really didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I can't necessarily say what it was going to be, but I do know once I found out I was having a kid, everything I would have wanted, desired or how I might have showed up or did or did my thing in the world was totally different. So for a, I guess a short period of time, me and azalea's dad we dated you know we had some fun we were intimate and then we stopped talking because you know i was talking to him and we would go out and i would go hang out at his place and things of that nature but something just wasn't adding up something just wasn't right it was like i didn't know like what it was but I knew, like, internally, like, my intuition told me something didn't add up. So, you know, I decided, hey, you know what, why don't we just be friends? Because it was just like, I knew something wasn't right, but I didn't know what it was. And when I talked to him, you know, I asked him, hey, are you married? He said, no. I said, are you dating someone? He said, no. I asked him, do he have kids? He said, no. So all these things were no. But something just wasn't right. But, you know, I went on on my merry little way. Stop talking to him, and then I end up hooking up with my ex, who was like a fireman that I dated, you know, for an extended period of time before him, I guess in a sense as a rebound guy, but the crazy thing was, you know, I hooked up with my ex as the rebound guy, and let me tell you ladies, that night after we hooked up, when I went to sleep, I cried myself to sleep. I beaucoup cried myself to sleep, and I couldn't understand at that moment why am I crying myself to sleep after I hooked up with my ex. And then I just continued on my life working at um, a historically black college and working as an admissions counselor, just doing my thing. And at this time, I started dating. Someone who was Hispanic and we never, we was never intimate or anything and we just had fun. We enjoyed hanging out and he was absolutely amazing. He was a really, really, really great guy. And one day he said to me, he said, "Lakita, you never have a menstrual cycle. And I said, huh? He said, "You never have a menstrual cycle. Like, even though, like I said, we had never been intimate, but I guess he's just, he just knows that by women, you know, at some point we're going to have cramps, so we're going to feel tired, we're going to feel pain, we might complain about that. But with him and I, like, it was months, at least two. I would say at least two solid months. I never had a menstrual cycle, and he brought it to my attention. He was like, you know, you don't have a menstrual, like what, like basically, what's wrong with you? Are you pregnant?" And I said, No, I'm not pregnant. We just gonna call him Jose. Jose, no, I'm not pregnant. No, it's no way I'm pregnant. He said, But you haven't had a menstrual since I've been talking to you. And I was like, Yeah, I haven't, but I'm just stressed because I remember when I was an undergraduate I'm um, working on my bachelor's in psychology. At the University of Central Florida, there was a time frame where I was stressed out in school. Like I was really, really, really stressed. And at that moment, I did do the whole pregnancy test and I wasn't pregnant. I just wasn't having a menstrual because of stress. So I knew now, you know, fast forward some years later, I'm thinking to myself, Oh no, no, Jose, it's nowhere in the world I'm pregnant. Like, (laughs) wouldn't I know that? Like, duh, I'm not pregnant. And he was just like, Kita, just to be safe, why don't you just go take a pregnancy test? I was like, but I'm just stressed. And he was like, well, why don't you take a pregnancy test? So finally, I decided, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a pregnancy test just to ease his mind. And I be doggone, ladies. I be doggone. I was pregnant. Yes. He was right. And I was wrong. I just thought I was stressed out. So we still continued talking for a little bit, but at that time he didn't have any kids and he was, um, you know, coaching at a high school and then he did decide to relocate. And we talked for a little bit, but things could never be the same because it's kind of like, you know, he met me as a person who's single, living life, and then come to find out as he's dating me, oh shoot, she's already pregnant. So we just couldn't do that. But the dilemma I ended up having was like, oh, my goodness, you know, I dated, you know, Azalea's dad for a period of time. And then I knew, oh, my goodness, something's not right. And I stopped talking to him. And then I ended up being intimate with my ex as a rebound guy. So at this point, I just couldn't do the math. So, you know, I honestly, I just didn't know. Was it the fireman or was it actually Azalea's dad? I didn't know. And you know what, like, uh, you know what, one thing I will say about me is like, no matter what my decisions are, I'm going to own my stuff. So I did, I let both of them know. And then from that, you know, I decided to, um, Because neither person was actually trying to work with me, you know, and mind you, at this time now, by now, you know, I've gotten fired from my job that I had at the college for pregnancy discrimination because I couldn't work 80 hours a week anymore. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to bring a kid into the world, how to utilize food stamps and Medicaid and Wick, and still trying to find another job for once um, she actually comes into the world and being able to work <laughs> while being pregnant and getting unemployment. So I had a whole lot of stuff I was dealing with. And neither one of these dudes was willing to even... Pay for like a paternity test neither one like I really wanted to do a paternity test while she was still in my womb if that was possible but neither one of them Azalea's dad nor the fireman neither one of them wanted to do it so I'm like hey you know what one thing about Lakita Brooks is that I know how to navigate life like when I say I'm a beast at life I don't play like I finagle the system I know how to make things happen I am like the guru of solutions Period. All day. Any day. Nobody can beat me when it comes to doing that. Like figuring out this is what you need to accomplish. This where I'm at, how I'm going to do it. So basically what I decided to do was I went ahead and went through the child support system because that way, since neither one of the, the numbskulls wanted to pay for the paternity test. I didn't know if it was an option to do it while. She was still in my womb or after fact. But either way, neither one of them wanted to work with me. They both were being absolutely positively like they was just being straight buttholes. And it's not like I was somebody that they met who didn't have a career, who wasn't you know, who had some money? And I ain't going to say I had money like I have now, by no means. Like, I think I was making like $27,000 back then. Like, <laughs> I didn't make a lot of money, but I could do some things for myself. So it wasn't like I was dependent on either one of them. But once I got fired for pregnancy discrimination, and now I'm pregnant, don't have a job, looking for a temporary job, I started substituting. Substituting had to use the, the system for the food stamps to Medicaid, the week. And so I was like, you know what? They don't want to help me. Cool. I'll go ahead and I'm going to get on child support. And that's how child support actually started. Because honestly, I'm not going to say that I was the biggest fan of child support. But when you're up against the wall and you don't have any other options, you have to do what you need to do for you. You got to do what's best for you and your baby. And in that situation, I was not going to be on the mom that's trying to be on Jerry Springer or Maury Popish talking about, are you the daddy? Are you the dad? Are you the daddy? No, it's not. It's not that type of party. I was intimate with one, stop talking to them, intimate with another as a rebound. Didn't continue talking to them. It just based on the dates, I just didn't know who was the, or who or who who her father was, but I was not going to be on TV with all the drama. I wanted it to be, I guess, as discreet as possible, but like I said, I was honest. I went, told both of them, neither one of them wanted to work with me. Went through child support, and when you go through child support, it forces both of them to take paternity tests, and that's what had to happen. So then I did find out officially who Azalea's dad was, and from that moment on, he had been on child support until, I guess he took me to court maybe in 2018, I think. It's about 13 years. But either way, what I wanted to say to you moms about this is that regardless of what your situation is, regardless of what decisions you make, good, bad, indifferent, listen, what we don't do is we don't do, I wish I would've, I wish I could've, I wish I should've. That's not what we do, ladies. That's not how we operate. No, that's not how we roll. We own our mess, whatever it is. If it's great mess, yay! If it's mess where it's like, I don't know what to do, yay! If it's mess like, dang, mm, I really should've thought that through more. We're still a yay! And we're figuring out how we're going to work through it. So in your situation, whatever it might be right now, whatever it might be right now, it is possible for you to overcome and for you to push through. So think about what was your goal? What is it that you desire to happen? So for me, in that particular moment, my I had a few priorities and I had a few goals. One was to turn around and get another to get a career, like get a job, get a job that's going to allow me to be able to be at home with Azalea when she was at home and working when she was at school. And at that time it was going to be daycare. So my number one goal at that time was get a job as a teacher. Cause I thought <laughs> that was a big thought. I thought at that moment that teaching was going to be ideal for me, just based on how their career is set up. And then number two was figuring out, um, Actually, who was Zelia's dad was? So did figured that out. Went through the child support system to get that work through. So those were my two main priorities. And and from that, like literally, I end up accomplishing that goal. I ended up getting a teaching job. Now it didn't last long. <laughs> it did not last long. Cause teaching was not a good fit fit for me. You could definitely read my posts at Laquita Brooks, L-C-S-W on Facebook. That's L-E-Q-U-I-T-A, Brooks, Brooks, LCSW on Facebook. And I don't know how long I'm going to be posting, but I've started my life's journey from the beginning. So at this point, I've posted two posts so far where I'm taking you from the beginning all the way up to where I'm at. So you could kind of see my life. You could see... How I've transitioned. You could take some of the things that I've learned in my life experiences and apply it to your life, so you can see what strategies, what tips, and things that I use in order to help me get from being that mom with the unplanned pregnancy to now being the mom who bought her daughter a car, who owns a home, who has a, you know, who has her own car also, who's a full time business owner. Who travels, who's actually in the Dominican Republic, bringing the new year right now. You know how to go from that to where I'm at today. And you might not have the same desires, but I'm quite sure you know that you're destined for more. I know that you know that you desire more and now is a time to decide that you're going to do what you need to do. And for 2022, I'm all about serving and supporting. I'm serving people on my podcast with free content, serving people who follow me on Facebook with free content, and I'm supporting those individuals who decide to be my coaching clients. So I'm either serving for free or complimentary to Facebook and podcast listeners and then I'm supporting clients who decide to invest in coaching with me but either way I love you all I appreciate you all I thank you all and if you have a topic that you want me to talk about if you have a question that you need me to answer if you have a challenge that you're experiencing or even if it's a desire You know, you already have a good life, but you want to have a great life. You want to have an even better life. If it's something that you want to ask, send me a PM at Lakita Brooks LCSW with that question, with that thought. And then I will turn around and I will actually post about it on Facebook or I'll do a podcast. And more than likely, if you're my podcast listener and you have a question, I'll probably come back on the podcast and answer it for you. So then you can, you know, get, um... So I can serve you regardless of you. You become my paid client or not. Because, hey, two things, serving and supporting. I am Lakita Brooks. I thank you so much for being my podcast listener, for tuning in. Make sure you like it. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share this with other moms that you believe that could benefit from this awesome podcast for single moms and i know i also have some married moms that tune in until next sunday at 11 a.m ciao thanks mom for joining me today at the single mom's brunch podcast yes make sure you like share subscribe and a lot of other moms that you know about it and you know what mom i can't let you go without giving you a free gift so make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com once again that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift i am Lakita brooks and remember you are not a single mom you are a mom that is single